This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. So, yeah. we pinned the Orioles as the Barbie movie of Major League Baseball, and we pinned the Rays as the Oppenheimer of Major League Baseball, and it's similar odds. Baltimore plus 135 today, Tampa Bay minus 160, total of eight runs. Kyle Bradish gets the start. For Baltimore, he's six and four with the 305 ERA, and he's facing Zach Eflin, who's 10 and five with a 359 ERA. So, similarly speaking, are you willing to take a risk on the young, fun Orioles at plus money? Yes, I am. Back on the Orioles again. We were on them yesterday. Yeah, I think it's absolutely the right side here. And I, I like this fight for Kyle Bradish quite a bit because he's given up only eight runs in his last 39 and a third innings, including Chelsea, 13 and a third consecutive shutout innings. He faced the Rays back on June 2nd, gave up two earned in five innings. The Orioles have a bullpen advantage. And again, when you can get the Orioles, these young and dumb Orioles at this price, I think you got to go for it. Give me the Orioles a plus money. I think so, too. Three straight quality starts for Kyle Bradish. Mm -hmm. He's one of the starters in the rotation that I usually like to trust. Because here's the other thing about the Orioles. Your starting rotation doesn't even have to be that good because your offense is able to outslug some of the problems that your starting rotation may have. And also, this is a top 10 bullpen that the Orioles bring to the table. The other play that I was kind of looking at this one, if you can get it at a good price, uh, looks like you can't. Because uh, the Orioles have been one of the best teams on the run line, getting the one and a half. But because this is a low total game, uh, it is pretty pricey at minus 160. So I don't think I'm going to go that route. Do you have a play on the total here? It looks like it opened at seven and a half and has moved its way to eight. I was kind of thinking that because you see mm -hmm. both of these offenses, but on the same side of the coin, you have a Tampa Bay offense that's really been slumping lately. Yeah. So I think that's your sabotage factor if you play an over. I think the better play is the Orioles uh, in the full game. Sometimes mm -hmm. if you like the starter, you take the first five. But again, the Orioles have a top 10 bullpen. So I think you go full game here. Yeah, I'm with you there. I, I looked at the total as well. I understand why it's moving in that direction. But ultimately, there's just too many there's too many things I don't think you can account for when it comes to a total in this game. So again, I'll just be back on the Orioles. This is a good team, and it just goes back to something that has been very true over the past few weeks in particular. When you get a team like the Diamondbacks or the Orioles, I, and I know starting pitching mm -hmm. matters for sure, but when you get a really good team at significant plus money, if the O's are plus 105, okay, maybe you, you change your handicap a little bit, but great teams, really good teams at significant plus money, that's hard to turn down. Well, and also, we saw the pitching matchup yesterday. Wasn't it Kyle Gibson versus Tyler Glass now? And the Orioles still won? So that's the thing. Yep. 
It doesn't even matter what the starting pitching uh, matchup is sometimes. And this is a more favorable one for the Baltimore Orioles. Like I said, Kyle Bradish has been way more reliable than some other guys in that starting rotation. Let's go to Texas next. Let's go to the Rangers and the Dodgers. We've got this game as a pick em, total of nine and a half runs. It's Tony Gonsolin taking the bump for the Dodgers. He's 5-3 and three with a 3.72 ERA, facing Andrew Haney, the former Dodger himself, who's 6-6 six and six with a 4-4-3 four, four, ERA. Jenks, I'm not going to lie. Whenever Andrew Heaney's pitching, I don't want to mm-hmm. bet on that game because there is nobody or very few pitchers in baseball mm-hmm. who have the wide variety of outcomes that Andrew Heaney has. He is fully mm-hmm. capable of going six shutout with 11 strikeouts or he has 11 strikeouts but gives up five runs and also has like five walks. So when right. I see these type of pitchers, I do not want to bet on said team because you know too many things can happen. Uh, But I will say this, the Dodgers have been hot lately. The Rangers Mm -hmm. are kind of back to being a little mediocre. Do you have a side here? Yeah, I'm going to play the over here. I'm going to play the total down to nine and lay the juice at minus 140. When I look at Tony Gonsolin, I see a pitcher who is regressing. And yes, he allowed one run to the Mets last time out. Good for him. But the Mets don't hit anyone. So before that, he gave up four runs to the Angels, four runs to the Royals, four runs to the Astros, seven runs to the Giants. Consistently, he has not been great. Andrew Heaney's ERA at home this season is 4.75. And you're right, he could come out and be lights out. But when you look at these two lineups and two pitchers who aren't exactly blowing the doors off here, I'm going to play it down and go over nine. I think we're going to see a lot of runs in this one. Yeah, I misspoke a little bit. The Rangers have won six straight, so maybe I need to back off that. It's just they're not as dominating as they have been. So they're coming off a serious sweep of uh, Tampa Bay, so maybe I do need to give them a little bit more credit. But uh, the under's been hot for the Rangers, too, so I don't know which way to go. Clearly, I don't have a good handle on it, so it's going to be a no play for your girl. Let's go to Milwaukee. Brewers Brave squaring off. Atlanta minus 125. Milwaukee plus 105. Total of nine runs. Mike Soroka is 1-1 one one with a 5-4-0. He's going for Atlanta. And then it's Freddie Peralta who gets the ball for the Brewers. 6-7 mm-hmm. and seven with a 4-4-1 ERA. The Braves coming off a big come-from-behind win over the Dimebacks, but it's been a tough stretch uh, for the Braves. In that homestand, uh, they lost both series against the White Sox and also the Diamondbacks. So maybe when they go on the road, they'll be a touch better. Uh, Do you think the momentum will carry on for the Braves after last night's big win? Well, I'll say this. If you like the Braves at minus 125, I cannot fault you. When do you ever get the Braves at this price? Ever. But I'm going to play the over again. I like the over. It's juiced to minus 120. But Mike Soroka is a guy who's been on the struggle bus, especially on the road. ERA over five in three starts. Now, the Brewers do not hit the ball. They have the worst average, I believe, in Major League Baseball. But I think they can touch up Soroka enough. And Freddie Peralta is the better pitcher. But also, they are fourth, the Braves are, in baseball against right-handed pitching. Atlanta is the fifth-best over team in the majors this season. So I'm going to go over nine minus 120. Whew, I hate playing overs with the Brewers, though, because that's an offense that's fully capable of going cold. Uh, I think mm-hmm. for me, it's probably still the Braves. It's the better offense. Mike Soroka, I know his numbers aren't great, but he's somebody who is coming off the injury list. I still think the best is yet to come for Mike Soroka because before he went on the injury list, he was one of the best pitchers in the Braves rotation. And Freddie Peralta has a high upside as well, but you see these last three starts and you think, wow, he's really found his stuff. Uh, but it's against Pittsburgh. It's against Chicago. 
And I guess it's a good one against the Reds. Uh, that is a good offense. But two of those three are not the juggernauts uh, at the plate like the Braves. I hope the Braves have found something, you know, with that late comeback uh, last night. I think they get on the back on the right side here. And especially because this is a team that's actually been uh, pretty solid on the road this year. 30 and 14 away from Atlanta. So sometimes the road is the best thing when curing a losing streak for the Atlanta Braves. Let's go to Minnesota next. We've got the Twins and the White Sox. Chicago plus 140, Minnesota minus 165. And look who it is. Old Lance mm. Lynn, my ah. arch nemesis. He's six and eight with a 606 ERA facing Joe Ryan, who's eight and six with a 377 ERA. Jinx, I say this. Because Lance Lynn, yes. whenever I fade him, he turns into a scion candidate. And whenever I expect him to be decent, oh, well, he's going to give up eight runs and four innings of work. So um, he's tops on my no bet list. But I bet you can guess which direction I would lean. I would lean towards fading Lance Lynn. Yes, I would just take the Twins on the money line at minus 165. I know it's juicy. Sometimes it's worth it. I'm not going to play this because even I have limits to the juice I will lay. It's right there. That's generally the max I will play on the money line. But yeah, Lance Lynn had one great outing against the Blue Jays a couple weeks ago. One great outing does not a great pitcher make. All right. His ERA on the road this season is still 6.11. Joe Ryan has started to slip a little bit in his last few starts, giving up 10 earned in his last 15 and two thirds innings. But he pitched six scoreless innings against the White Sox back in May. Twins bats have been really hot in this past week. So I'm going to go Twins money line. Right. I think that's the correct play because if you're fading Lance Lynn and you say, hey, I'll take the whoever's playing the White Sox in the first five. I don't think that's the right call because you've got to factor in the fact that the White Sox also have one of the worst bullpens in baseball, third worst bullpen ERA, and have given up the third most home runs of any relief core in baseball. So that needs to be in your handicap as well. So full game, the better option in my opinion. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.